Well, hi everybody, it's Kim Winter here and uh, as part of our Business Leaders and Women in Leadership uh, series, we're uh, here in beautiful Nairobi in Kenya, a centre of just about everything that happens in uh, East Kenya or East uh, Africa. 52 million people, um, enormous place and uh, a lot of activity going on here from logistics and supply chain perspective. But we're here filming today with uh, Women in Leadership and today I'm joined by a young entrepreneur. Um, she is an electrical engineer. She's had a fairly intense uh, schooling here and uh, graduated from university. She has a full-time job here. She has many talents, including she's an Uber driver in her spare time. And uh, that's how we met her, but uh, she's an interesting character. And we want to meet uh, Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Hi, Kim. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Good, thanks for coming and joining us today. I'm honored taking some time out, Habari. So, um, look, we, we were speaking to you the other day and we decided to have a bit of a chat and uh, share, share with our, our listeners and our, and our observers uh, a little bit about the upbringing that you had and uh, how you ended up uh, on the journey that you're on. Uh, you're a mother of two. You've achieved a lot in a very short time in your young life. Tell us about your upbringing, where you were brought up and what was it like? Okay, thank you, Kim. So um, I come from the western part of Kenya. Um, in Kenya we have so many tribes, so I'm a Luya by birth. Um, I grew up in western, I went to school in western, and my childhood was fantastic. I, I, had a, I can say I had a comfortable home. I was brought up by a single mom, and she worked hard. She worked really hard to see us in school. So um, yeah, I had to work hard also in school and give it back to her. Awesome. Yes. So um, after high school, I came to the city. Um, I went to college, did my diploma in electrical engineering. I got a few jobs here and there, juggling in between jobs. And then um, in 2014, when I get married, I got a kid. And you know, when the kids come in, you need to do more. That's when I came up with an idea of why can't I be employed and get some extra cash. Um, I got a job uh, with one of the fiber companies uh, in Nairobi and do a lot of fiber installations and internet support. So it gave me a knowledge of the entire city. Um, I know literally everywhere in Nairobi. That's how I got inspired to do Uber. Um, I acquired my own car and subscribed for Uber and now I have a company. Uh, it's a taxi company, it's called J13 Taxis, where I pick up people from the airport, I get bookings, I get calls, referrals, and I pick clients from the airport. I help clients to find their way around Nairobi. Um, that is when I'm not doing fiber and internet installations. And Jackie, the traffic on Nairobi can best be described how? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty intense, yeah. and uh, I guess we were working with Jackie for a couple of uh, days as our, as our head of transport and security, while we we're moving around for different client meetings at the airport and cargo village and various other places. Um, Kenya's got an enormous agricultural sector. There's over a million roses uh, gets exported out of one farm alone. One of the farmers we've been dealing with, and one of the export companies, uh, one of the largest in, in Africa actually has 12,000 staff. And uh, Jackie has had a really tight timetable the last 20 meetings we've had over the last week. But it's because you were involved in fiber, laying fiber cable, 
with the uh, fibre company, uh, the Wi-Fi company that knew all the back roads, right? <laughs> yeah, good stuff. So what we also found out was that Jackie's doing a lot of good work in the community. And one of the things that we've invited her to do is join our organisation, Oasis Africa, which is Freedom from Poverty Through Education. Logistics Executive has been running that for about the last 15 years here in Kenya. Uh, 8,000 kids educated, and we've been in the slums this morning and done a lot of interviewing with community leaders, a lot of our university students that started as primary school students. And Jackie has actually volunteered to be uh, an on-the-ground ambassador here for us. So, I mean, yeah, what, what are your intentions as being the ambassador here? Okay. Um, thanks, Kim. You know, um, being an electrical engineer in Kenya, uh, we have very few women working in a male-dominated environment. Yeah. So I get inspired when I see girls trying to go to school, I see girls in school, and I feel like I should talk to them. We need to bring on board more women in the technical industry. We need more women, you see. Uh, when you go to the big companies in Kenya, like Kenya Power, Safaricom, and other major companies, they're all asking women to come on board. So me, as a woman in technology, my aim is to go and speak to that young girl who still don't have a direction. No. I go speak to her, I convince them and tell them, you know, it's possible, science is possible, and women can do it. No. If I did it, they can do it. And so my main goal is to bring on board female engineers, so, to so. speak to the future female engineers. Wow, 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 yeah. that's, that's good, Asante, Asante Sana. And uh, you, you came with us and drove us up today to Kibera Slum, yes. which is the fifth largest slum in the world. Um, as I said, a million people, four square miles, very little infrastructure. And uh, community support and support from offshore uh, is exceptionally important in a uh, second or third world environment like this. And uh, Jackie, you've also volunteered as part of your ambassadorship um, and you're joining with a, a number of other mentors and, and organisers within the organisation that we have um, to be a mentor and a bit of a, a guide for the younger woman in the, in the group, yeah? Yes. Awesome. And, uh, you know, we, we have, um, well, at least 50% of the young students, uh, 4,000 students are female and another 4,000 male over the years. So, and one of the things we've always lacked is having a specific mentor and a person who can give guidance and support on ground here in Kenya. We have uh, other support staff, but they tend to be mainly male. So that's gonna be really important. We thank you for that. Uh, what are your plans for the future? You've got, you're running the Uber business. It's growing, it's highly successful. We can see that firsthand. Um, you've got your job, which is, you know, not everybody here has a job. It's 50% unemployment, I think, in around Kenya. Nairobi itself is, uh, about 10,000 people, uh, sorry, 10 million people in a country of about 52 million. Um, what are your plans for the future? Um, okay. Um, my main plan is women empowerment. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to empower women. Awesome. When I have the capability, I'll just empower women. I want to see that girl grow up into a business entrepreneur. Yeah. I want to see that girl grow up into an engineer. You know, I just want to be. Alida. Yeah, and, and Kenyans all over the world, even the diaspora in Australia, New Zealand that I've met in different parts of the world, but particularly here, are notorious for their desires around education. Where does that come from? I don't think I've seen 
a country of people with so much enthusiasm for education. Is that just something that you're born with when you're young? There's a reason for that. You see, um, growing up back in the village, it's, it's a privilege to wear your shoes, carry your bag and go to school. There you go. So when you see your friends, they're not going to school because yeah. they don't have school fees or they come to school barefoot or hungry. You know, you, you, you come with that, um, that zeal, you want to help someone. Sure. Yeah, if I take you to the streets right now, believe me, we'll meet people who are not able to go to school and they have the brains. Okay. You know? So when you get the opportunity to do that, you always have that zeal. That's why you see many Kenyans are trying, they want to empower people. Okay. It's because of the current state of the economy. Wow. Not many people will afford education. Sour, sour. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Hey, look, really appreciate you joining us. I know you've given up time to come and speak to everybody today. Okay. Um, one tip, all of our special guests, we ask for one bit of guidance and, and insight. You're a young entrepreneur. You're a young African woman making her way. You're a future leader. Uh, one tip for entrepreneurs, what should, they, what should they focus on if they want to start up their own business? Uh, if you want to start your own business, first of all, you need to do a research. Yep. You need to do a research, check all the licenses that you need, do a research and see how the market is because uh, many people, many young people back in our estates, they're starting businesses without doing any research. They no. go get a loan because you have this youth fund and everything. And before you know it, you're drowning in debt. Yep. So my advice would be, before starting any business, you need to do a thorough research. Just like I did, okay. um, I, I, I looked around Nairobi and I felt like with my eight to five job, okay. what other business can I do? I figured I needed a business that I can, I can be able to manage and use the advantage of what I'm gaining from okay. my eight to five. So the knowledge of the city that I was gaining from my normal job yep. gave me that um, that experience for me to start an Uber business. Important and soon words. I'll be employing people. Yes, you will. Yes. I'm yes. sure you will. Yeah, so research is important. Jackie, yeah. entrepreneur, young African leader, Uber driver, electrical engineer, mother of two, Thank you so much for joining us Thank and so take care in the future. Thank you. We look forward to following up. Thanks. Thanks. Bye.